What's up, family? Welcome back to Yesha Bloom. This is your brother, Rozzy Fi, and I want to thank y'all for listening. Today, I wanted to talk about not allowing things that are out of your control to destroy you. And what I mean by that, and I've been victim to this, or I wouldn't even say victim because that basically means victim to my own doing, um, where I judged myself harshly for something that I couldn't even control. Now, it could be COVID when it happened and I lost my job and certain things that I was uh, paying for and such fell by the wayside and I judged myself or like in this past week or so we got a nice storm and you know paychecks are short and this is citywide I'm not the only person but the old me would sit there and make myself feel like well you should have did this or you should have had this ready or you know for some reason I'll find a way to make myself feel bad about things that I couldn't even help and I would honestly say that this probably comes from my past for myself and when I was a little bit younger and used to be very reckless there was a lot of times where even when things were in my control, I chose to make, uh, you know, not the best decisions and had to live out those repercussions to making those decisions. And so I began judging myself really harshly at a very young age, to be honest, because, you know, my folks were always like helicopter parents, you know, they're just there's the lens is always on you and you couldn't deviate too far out of the norm or who you're expected to be or you're doing something wrong or if you're not doing said thing then you're always going to be you know this failure or this wrongdoer ends up in jail and whatever and so for me i started to really 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 become very introspective. Now, I am already naturally introspective, but there's a such thing as overthinking, as we all know. And I've been guilty of that, too. And it seems that a lot more so in my past, overthinking was always tied to personal guilt or personal shame and making myself feel like, see, you just keep bleep, messing up. You know, and it was really hard for me for a long time to learn to change that narrative. And what helped with changing that narrative is to stop the behavior altogether. Now, a lot of times I understand that in some cultures, discipline is uh, linked to belittling and such things. And for me, those things never really worked. So that negative self-talk that that belittling as a child grew into became more uh, inhibiting and it did, you know, a strong force for me to keep going. So I had to learn to uh, recognize it first in the different ways that it shows up and in the many ways that it didn't allow me to receive love or didn't allow me to maximize my potential in ways and moments in my life where I probably really should have. Instead, I was holding myself back because I felt guilty that I... Uh, struggled in class or I didn't understand something so therefore I fell behind in it or just naturally not being interested in something feeling guilty because I don't have a love or passion for something that maybe my parents want me to have a passion for and so therefore I started feeling guilty not just about my own mistakes and like overjudging myself because you want to be a you know an overachiever I started judging myself for things that were out of my control. 
And a lot of that stemmed from being blamed for things that I had never done. And some of us, you know, listening have experienced very similar upbringings, I'm sure, you know, where you couldn't just you could never do anything right. And even when grades were good, you still were under the lens, the microscope, you know. And so every little thing you did was clocked or, you know, exaggerated and twisted to fit a different narrative that wasn't conducive to the actual situation. And so therefore, I felt personal and emotional shame for things that I probably naturally shouldn't feel shameful about. You know, I think everyone naturally is going to feel some degree of um, discouragement or disappointment in yourself when you're not able to do something immediately or perfectly the first time. You know, I think that's just like natural for all of us. But the degree to which you rake yourself through the coals and sit there longer than needed to, you know, self-analyze and self-identify with such a, a, a mess up in your life. That's when I think it it, it it moves over into a different category. It's no longer constructive with, you know, getting back up and trying it again. It's more like I'm just going to stay down because I'm not even worth it anyway. And a lot of this for me, for a lot of us, goes unnoticed, I feel, in our lives because that self-talk is just so natural for us and such fluidity as it comes you know it's it's just always with us it's that thing that sometimes i would never even question because i would just assume that myself knows best for myself and a lot of times i didn't know what was best for myself and even times now where i still seek counsel in others or you know i might go back to the drawing board before making a big decision you know because sometimes it's really not that easy to just decide when to do something or when not to do something so anywho But getting back to the task at hand, it's very interesting how I noticed that a lot of us will fall apart, including myself. There's been times in my life where I allowed myself to be so distraught and destroyed by situations, especially the ones that were out of my control, but I perpetuated onto myself, or I don't even think that's the right way to put it. But I, I, uh, I just embodied these situations to the degree to where I felt like I I should have been ready. I should have had the power. I should have had the knowledge to not make said mistakes or to be prepared for an emergency or disaster or some sort when, you know, we're all out here just doing the best we can. And we forget about that when we're holding ourselves to such high esteem and integrity. We feel like, no, you can't fall. You know, because then to fall means that maybe you were slipping the whole time. Maybe you were never doing as good as you thought, you know, or maybe you need to get back to the drawing board and start all over again because you buckled like a belt. But in reality, that's just natural. Things happen and it's the degree of how we deal with it, which dictates how we bounce back and how we bounce through it. You know, and for me, I've bounced back many times, but it took me to stop doing what brought me there in order to get back up and believe in myself enough to say okay this is just normal stop judging myself and just move forward it's a lot so easy to do when you're not even able to see that because that like I, like I said prior that self-talk is just so evident and it speaks in such a way for you that you're like you know you're right that thing I should have done or wanted to do 
it's my fault I didn't. Screw that, maybe I didn't have the opportunities as a kid or I was treated differently or I was abused. Screw all of those facts that definitely play a role in how we think and what we do. And instead, let me just say it's my fault. And a lot of times that's not the case, you know, and that's allowing in my in my mind and in my opinion, something that is out of your control to dictate who you are. And if you want to live a half life, and I love that um, phrase, that's just the phrase I have always come up with for not fully being in control or yourself or aware of the of who you are, what you like, whatever, you know, it's, it's a half life, you know, and if you want to keep living a half life, then go ahead and compartmentalize certain situations and parts of yourself and things that you, you know, want to embark upon or express just keep them in these separated rooms and you won't have to deal with them and i'll tell you right now you won't be the happiest maybe you'll have a false happiness throughout your span of time you know but eventually those things will crumble in on you and a lot of the things that we have put on the back burner especially childhood or being brought into the world and feeling like maybe you know, it's our fault why our parents didn't become who they wanted to be or they've told us things like that. You know, things once again that are out of our control suddenly become reasons to why we're not good enough. And we can't allow ourselves to feel that way forever. We can't allow ourselves to feel that way right now. But, you know, saying it is easier said than done. And for me, it took me a while to acknowledge this aspect of myself because I am one of those people who holds myself to a very high esteem and if I don't get something perfect if I don't do something at a certain level then I'm just highly disappointed in myself but not allowing it to make me stop paying my rent not allowing it to make me drink or not allowing it to make me just give up on my endeavors because I'm not getting the fruits that I thought I would get in harvest time it just takes a little more time You know, maybe I need to grow. Maybe I need to expand. Maybe I need to, you know, bring other minds and whatever it is. Sometimes things just go a certain way, even though we are doing our best, even though we're solely and wholly prepared for whatever may come. You know, it kind of follows along with like the idea that security is an illusion. And it kind of is, you know, because even no matter how prepared you are, how good you're doing, things just happen like people die you know and we how much can we really prepare for the unknowns you know as they just appear you know that's what insurance is for you know in most cases is being prepared for the unknown and you know the potentials and that's a beautiful thing but how can you insure your mind you know like it's easy to feel comfort when you have insurance for physical properties and things because that's what it's designed for. You know that if something happens to it, you can get another one. But how can you insure your mind truly, you know, that, oh, okay, you know, if this happens, we'll be fine. If this happens, we'll be fine. There is no insurance plan for the brain, you know, and for the psyche and emotional body. Like we have to learn to secure ourselves. And securing ourselves with love of the self, from the self, from others, giving love to others, learning from others, growing with people. You know, many different ways that uh, we grow through situations in order to reflect back on them and say, hey, I remember why and I remember when. And this is 
what I'm doing now, you know, and being able to speak on said situations that maybe back in those moments, I feel like the worst person on the planet. Like when I try to do myself in a few times, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never thought that you would come around and not judge yourself from that plane of existence anymore as you move through a different realm of of the self as we grow and you're able to acknowledge and say you know maybe this school of thought that i once adopted is no longer conducive to the 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 being that i am today and so i have to learn to reintegrate you know and also acknowledge these things for what they are not to ignore them anymore and just close the book on them and you know bury them somewhere but to acknowledge the works that they played in my life to acknowledge the the parts of me that you know i had to change so therefore i can honor that time i can honor that self i can honor those situations and say you know i thank you and take the best reject the rest and begin to move forward because the longer we sit in a place where we allow ourselves to feel extreme guilt or you know fault for the situations or part aspects of our lives that are just genuinely out of our control then we will always stop ourselves from living our fullest potential and that's just my opinion and so i find myself at a place in my life where things have gone down that i've never experienced ever in my life you know and so i didn't even know how to react to be honest and of course naturally my body my mind wanted to react in an old way to a new situation and i really had to sit with myself and stop myself from eternalizing the snowstorm you know like i had to exact i had to sit there and say you know you're doing the best you can but what you're gonna do is figure out what you need to do so that you can get around this you know so that you can get back ahead of this and also long range do we need to make a new career decision do we you know these things are starting to mobilize me instead of immobilize me just put it like that you know they're starting to mobilize me in situations where after I feel that initial fear and shock of the situation that normally would I would ride out into a dark place and be like, oh, you know, see here it's happening again. I failed. And then I become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead of doing that, I feel the emotions and then I pause real quick, real quick. And then I ask myself, what's going on practically? You know, not in my emotional mind, not in my other aspects of myself that may make me overanalyze and take the situation out of context i look at it and ask myself what's going on here what am i reacting to and if it is something that's practical and can there's something that can be done about it you know or it's something practical but it's out of my control then i slow down my self-judgment which would usually ramp it up i start to slow it down and say you know what could you do It just is what it is. And it's been so hard for me to learn to do that. But at this point, I've really recognized in myself that I have more of a capacity to do so in situations that are out of my control. And therefore, with that ability, I'm able to still enjoy my life. Although there is this kind of a controlled chaos going on around me, you know, because before I would be I'd, I'd just be paralyzed 
by stress and fear and doubt and anxiety that I wouldn't even be able to watch TV. I wouldn't be able to even record this conversation at this point. I'd just be completely lost in my mind in fear and loathing of the situation. And I would just completely become undone. But that isn't the case anymore. I still learned to create, expand, and just still be my wholehearted self even when things are going down because I know that I can trust my judgment. I know that I can trust my abilities and be able to be mobilized in situations so that I don't fall behind or I don't knowingly allow myself to fall behind. So I hope everyone is having a good January and beginning of this new year. I appreciate you guys for listening and I love you.